Welcome to episode 141 of Crack the Customer Code. Thanks to Audible.com for sponsoring this episode. Get your free audiobook and a 30-day free trial as a listener to this podcast by visiting audibletrial.com slash customer code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with my co-host and the guy who just brings sunshine with him everywhere he goes <laughs> and never refuses help, Adam Toporek. <laughs> Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. They do call me Mr. Sunshine in many circles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're very small circles. I was going to say, I'd, I'd be curious what those circles hey, are. Hey, I always bring the sunshine. Come on. It's just with you, Jeannie, that you know I, ha- I have to br- be the yin to the yang and all that stuff. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm too rainbowy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you do bring sunshine, and I mean it truly, deeply, and thoughtfully. <laughs> Wow. And any other L-Y adverb <laughs> I can use. Awesome. Okay, so here's the deal. Speaking What's of the, deal, the sunshine Adam? I like to bring, sometimes <laughs> when I'm expressing that sunshine in a frontline service situation, I've done so by refusing the help that I've been offered. So, you know, you've had this happen, of course. You're in a rush or they're just trying to be really nice. And you've got somebody who's like, let me help you with that. Let me help you with your bags. Let me see if I can look that up for you. Oh, let me go across the store to check on that for you. And you're, Mm -hmm. I don't have time. I got to go. Whatever the case may be, you refuse the help. And here's what I found. I found it in real life. And I know you have. We're going to talk about it. It's an art that a lot of frontline reps, I don't know if it's an art, but it's a situation a lot of frontline reps don't handle well yes they lose perspective they feel like they're being rejected when you actually refuse their help and i've had situations where a nice pleasant customer service interaction has gone bad because i said oh no thank you whatever and they shut down why have you forsaken me? Yes. <laughs> exactly. I actually wrote a whole blog post about it. So we're going to talk about that today because I think it's a really interesting concept. And it's something that I don't think a lot of people train on. I totally agree. And I also think this happens uh, with contact center people too, because a lot of times they're told to follow certain sections of a conversation. So they say, you know, introduce yourself, find out the problem. Here's the script for solving the problem. Here's the extra that you can offer. And a lot of times, to your point, if I'm calling about a problem or if I'm in a store and I have to find something quickly, I just don't need or want the extra help. I'm in a hurry. I'm there with laser focus, except if it's Costco, then for some reason, <laughs> the focus <laughs> my is laser diverted. focus gets, yeah, it's, it goes through a prism. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, if you're there for something very specific and they start saying, oh, you know what else we could do is we could do this or the extended warranty or any of those things where you're just like, nope, 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 I appreciate it, nope. Uh, It's hard not to feel like you're rejecting the person when you're really just rejecting their offer. Or I shouldn't even say rejecting. Maybe Refusing. You're refusing. Politely declining, hopefully. Well, it depends. (laughs) I mean, I think with like the upsell stuff, they're more used to it. But when they're just trying to be nice... Mm-hmm. You know, when they're just like, oh, no, let me look that up. So the story I told in the blog post was about, um, it was at a sports chain. I guess I can say their name now since they're out of business. I was at Sports Authority. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And, you know, she was trying to look me up in the rewards program, couldn't find me. It's usually under my wife's number, couldn't find it. She's like, I want to do this. And I had been there like forever. I took way longer than I wanted. And I was like, I got to go. I'm late. And she just kept going. Like, well, let me look it up under your address. Give me your social. What is your cousin's <laughs> middle name? You know, she was so sweet and helpful. And I was like, no, really, I got to go. And I thought I said it nicely. But like, as soon as I sort of like drew the line, like, please don't worry about it. Really, I got to go. She mm-hmm. just shut down. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time, and I've seen it in workshops, I've seen it in trainings, and she really just, like, I mean, she just became cold, like, I had really hurt her, and <laughs> I, I tried to play it off, and I tried to, like, joke with her a little while she was finishing up the transaction, I gave her a big, have a great day when I was leaving. <laughs> Did you actually cheer? Sure. <laughs> I was pretty close, I was really putting on the Tony Robbins for her, you know, I was trying to get her going. Uh, I was trying to pick her back up because I felt bad, even though I really hadn't done anything. I still, she took it that way. And you know me, I like to bring the sunshine as we started off with. (laughs) Uh, So what's interesting, I think, one of the things you can train on in this situation is, you know, we always talk about depersonalization. When we talk about customer service training, don't, it's not about you. It's, it's not personal. In this case, it's, it goes past depersonalization. It can also be about remembering what your job is. Your job is not to accomplish that task. Your job is to get the customer whatever they want within reason, et cetera. So what happens is they get focused on helping the customer in this one way. Mm-hmm. I want to help you find your membership number. Right. I want to help you find this item that is like in the warehouse across the street. Whatever it may be, whereas all that really matters is making the experience as good as possible. So when the customer shifts, when I shifted and is like, no, no, thank you, I need to go. She didn't shift with me. She stayed mm-hmm. focused on that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as you're talking, I was just thinking of some situations in restaurants as well, where a server will say, oh, my gosh, you have to try the pecan tart. It's the, it's the best thing on the menu. And they go on and on and on. And then you sit there and you go, well, actually, you know, we have a n- nut allergy at the table, so we can't do that. (laughs) But they had gone on and on and they were so impassioned and you could tell it was like their personal favorite. And then you have to say like, yeah, okay, time out. You just talked for five minutes, didn't check in. And now we're basically making you feel bad because we're rejecting your offer. And I think it's, you bring up a really great point because I think, you know, sales people are taught how to handle rejection. That's part of the training. That's a huge part of the training. In fact, they say, you know, it takes X number of no's to get a yes, and you're supposed to celebrate all the no's you get and everything. And I don't think we do that as a as a group uh, when it comes to those who are providing the service or part of the experience and really offering something in the moment that is helpful, that is kind, that is all the things we want them to be, but it might not be the best fit for the customer, and that's okay. And we need to start talking more and training more about that. Well, that's a fantastic point. You know I love that because I'm one of the few people, I think, that talks about using sales techniques in customer service. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's such a great point you just made because it is true. It is – salespeople are trained to handle rejection. We'll use the, we'll use the R word, Jeannie. We've been mm-hmm. trying to avoid it <laughs> because that's what it feels like, though. We should use that word because even though that's not what it is, it's what it feels like, which is mm-hmm. why the people we're talking about react the way they do. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, getting them to understand that when it's not personal and that it's going to happen, it's not about 
right. them declining. It's about what can I do for them? I offered them that I offered them the chocolate. Now I need to offer mm-hmm. them the vanilla. Okay, right. they don't want the vanilla. Now I offer them the strawberry. I don't go. You don't want the chocolate. Right. Why don't you want the chocolate? (laughs) That's right. And I also think it goes to uh, kind of proactively reading the customer as well. So are they in a hurry? Are they anxious? Are they acting like they're really not interested in this? Are they actually telling you, I don't need you to do this for me? Like any of those things. If you're not really engaged with the customer in those moments, then it's easy to kind of trample over them and keep offering them something that doesn't make sense for them. So I think Everybody needs to start putting rejection into their customer service training repertoire. So let How's me, that? Let me get your word. message. So the message from Jeannie is you want to reject your teams more. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and reject customers across reject the board. Customers Just across reject them. Board. Refuse them. No. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna mic drop it on that because that's right. Just <laughs> you should train people. No, seriously, train your teams and think about this. And that's one of the things. One of the reasons we brought this topic up is because we don't see that people really talk about this, and it happens so much. So it's a great thing to be aware of, to watch in your teams, and to make sure you are training to handle rejection, not just for the sales team, but for the customer experience, customer service teams as well. Yes, yes, I agree. And for a subject that is about rejection. I think we brought a lot of sunshine to this episode. (laughs) Yes, we did. I agree. And if you enjoyed the sunshine, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It was episode 141 of Crack the Customer Code. And we have a special thanks to audible.com. You know what, Jeannie, I'm going to just say it. The script says the audible.com. You're trying to like do the Ron Burgundy thing on me. Check it oh, out. Check I it out. Do that more often. I know. Check I it out on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know you can get all kinds of free trials by going to audibletrial.com slash customer code. You can see show notes for this and all episodes. Subscribe and send us feedback at crackthecustomercode.com. Because who loves feedback? Jeannie. We love feedback. I do too. I'm Jeannie Walters. Stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and see my TEDx talk at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Deport. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training as well as my book, Be Your Customer's Hero at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.